0: Blog
1: Talk Radio. You're listening to Connect on Blogtalkradio.com. Catch us on the web at umconnect.info. Welcome to this episode of Connect. I'm Michael Rich. I'm the Web and Communications Manager for the Western North Carolina Conference. And today we're doing a special program with Wayner Dickert from uh, Bryson City, and Dr. Eugene Macklin from uh, Haiti, and uh, we're going to be talking about the River of Life this morning. So, um, I welcome you both to the show. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's good to have you here. Uh, this is uh, being pre-recorded at Lake Junaluska, and I believe that Dr. Eugene is on his way back to Haiti today. Is that right?
2: Uh, no, I'm supposed to go back to Charlotte today, and I will spend some time with with friends there, and I'm supposed to return to Haiti on December 17th.
1: Oh, okay. So you've still got time in the country, but you're yes. you're yeah. leaving the mountains today.
2: <laughs> yes, yes.
1: <laughs> and so, uh, Wayner is here, and he is a pastor that I've been following a long time, uh, uh, since he's been in Bryson City, and, uh, uh Wayner, tell us about River of Life, because this is how this all came together.
0: Uh, yes, it is. And uh, the River of Life is sort of a unique little ministry uh, at the corner of the Nantahala River and the Appalachian Trail, uh, located uh, right there, really. A lot of people know they've been whitewater rafting on the Nantahala River and uh, have maybe gone with the Nantahala Outdoor Center. So we're right there in the middle of that campus. And so it's a, a beautiful spot. It gives us an opportunity to uh, to worship by the river. Okay. And so the River of Life is
1: is a ministry of and for uh, folks that aren't a part of regular local churches. They show up at, at the river, and it's uh, usually it runs from Memorial Day until the last. Uh, Sunday in October is that right? Uh, last Sunday in September. September, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And um, you are the pastor in charge at Bryson City United Methodist. That's right. And so this is this is the first stop during the summer. Is you uh, do a I think it's what eight o'clock, eight thirty service.
0: Uh, eight thirty service, yeah, by the river. And so uh, we get out there and uh, visit with people by the river and uh, have a worship service and share God sightings and then. Uh, uh, a lot of times people will go paddling after that or hiking after that and I'll come back to town and do a little more traditional service in Bryson City. Okay. Um
1: so one of the things um that's interesting about uh, uh, River of Life and I my wife and I have both attended um is that it's sitting in
0: the bar. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's true. You know, it's a it's a multifaceted facility. Uh it's kind of a deli bar during the day and at night it's a Kind of party central, and then uh, on Sunday morning, it, it turns into a, a worship space, which is a, a beautiful thing.
1: It is a beautiful thing. And so, um, as I, I know a little bit about this situation, Dr. Eugene was introduced to Wayner by Pam Carter. And so, uh, I forget when was it, was two years ago that you went down for the first time? Uh, That's right, Haiti. I believe
0: it was a couple years ago, years. and uh, mm-hmm. you're... Yeah, almost 3 years ago now but um i went down with her and a couple other friends and uh from uh Providence United Methodist Church and um uh, toured around a little bit saw some wells saw some places where we needed other wells and um and then got to go back again last winter and look at more wells and so yeah
1: And so the two of you were put together by Pam Carter. Um, And um, Dr. Eugene, you've been, well, you're a native of Haiti.
2: Yes.
1: And so you've been working in these communities for a long time. Yes. So tell us about the need for water in Haiti.
2: Uh, um, It is amazing to see what people of life Life, has done for for us because there is a great need for clean water and for sanitation and also for health care in in haiti so uh give you life or or provide uh twenty wells to haiti which is very good so um you must know that uh, about forty nine percent of forty nine percent of the population uh don't have access to 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 good drinking water you know so, uh, most of the people got their drinking water from unprotected well, from mm. unprotected springs, and from rivers mm. where people uh, defecate, where animals drink. You know, sometimes you're taking a bath in the river and animals come, take bath with, with the, you. yeah, yeah, with yeah. You. So, it's not good. And and imagine people drink that water. Mm. So, that's why we, as doctors, we always receive those patients in our clinic with, with skin problems. You know, like scabies, sure. you know, because they should wash the clothes in that water, and they drink it. Some people come with typhoid, mm. you know, that can kill you, and kids come with worms. They have worms because they drink bad water. So, um, and then uh, you must know that uh, 50% of the uh, population in rural areas defecate in the open. Mm. So uh, this is one of the reasons when it's raining, when there's flooding, all the sources are contaminated, and when you drink it, you get sick. So now, when provide a well to to a community, now they can get clean water from that well. They use the same water to wash the clothes and and drink and do cook and do whatever. And now they are okay. So mm. so. Really great to, to I mean. So
1: mm-hmm. you said that River of Life has provided twenty wells. Twenty
2: wells.
1: Now that's pretty amazing because I remember when you were first collecting money for the very first one,
0: yeah. and you were doing
1: this online, and,
0: <laughs> and and we thought it was pretty cool that we could sponsor a whole well by ourselves. We just yeah. thought that was the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And to just a few years later, be able to to know that we put in twenty wells, and also Dr. Eugene's working on a. Uh, uh, an enormous project, uh, a big regional hospital that he's putting down there. So we've been able to be a part of that through providing the water resources and the wells for the hospital, too.
1: So how much does it cost to uh, build
0: a well? Uh, a new well is uh, $2,500. Okay. Which for, for a community well, uh, it's really cheap, actually. Mm-hmm. And, and so uh, we had always kind of, before we got connected with Dr. Eugene, one of the, uh, we felt, one of the missions of the River of Life was that because it was born out of the water and in a Mm -hmm. place that we thought, wow, you're not going to have a church here, right? And so then we felt like it was such a gift to us to have this ministry that when people started giving money, that we would then in turn take that money and uh, put it towards water resources. So when we started off, we just kind of flipped through the catalog and go, oh, here's something water related. That's cool. Let's do that. Uh, And we'd always looked at wells and and community wells would be kind of the going rate right was $8,000. And we went, man, I don't know. That's a, that's a lot of money for a little old ministry like we are. And wouldn't it be great one day if we could do that? And um, uh, and then uh, Pam Carter says, hey, you know, I, uh, Dr. Eugene needs some wells. And uh, he can get them put in for uh, a couple thousand dollars at the time. Was the first time that we, we did wells, they were charging $2,000. And we went. This is the greatest thing ever. Yeah, and so to to be able to to know that you're uh, changing lives in a community, and I remember then the next year we went and uh, saw one of the wells that we'd put in, and I, as I was holding my hands uh, under the water, and Doctor Eugene was pumping the water, <laughs> and I just it just hit me that you know how enormous this project really was, and what an impact, and and how life giving it it was to people that. You know, re- desperately needed hope, hmm. and that we could be a part of it, giving them hope was just special.
1: No doubt about it. So, um, over the years, um, you're talking somewhere forty to fifty thousand
0: dollars you've raised. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah twenty by the dollars I know. Twenty five. I wasn't a math major, so <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like it that's is that's a good that's thing. That's a lot of money. But yeah,
1: so forty to fifty thousand. Tell us how this money has been
0: raised. Well, just people uh, think it's a, 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 a great idea, and, and sometimes people give a little bit, and a lot of little bits add up. Uh, sometimes people, you know, catch the vision and uh, really invest in it. And it's, uh, to me, you know, coming from the River of Life uh, vision is that it's a, a very much a discipleship model, too, as we... Uh, invest in other people's lives as as we you know experience God's love and we want to share God's love through through wealth and through life and giving other people hope. Uh, it gives us an opportunity to to bless other people and share God's love with other people. Mm-hmm. And the really wild thing is, as we you know grow in that grow in that grace, is that we are blessed in the process. I am constantly blown away at how much. Uh, I have been blessed uh, by my relationship and our relationship with, with Dr. Eugene and being able to uh, to reach out in and, and God's love to the people of Haiti. I mean, a lot of times, you know, anybody that's done missions, you know, oftentimes will go in going, you know, we're going to be able to do this great thing for, for these people. And then when we look back on it, we recognize that God has blessed us in that process. And so it's, it has, it's a, every time I talk to Dr. Eugene, I say, thank you for being a blessing in our lives.
1: Well, Dr. Eugene, um, tell us about the process. Uh, So you find people to build wells. How many wells now have you been a part of building in Haiti?
2: Oh, oh, okay. When I count, I think we already uh, built 70 wells. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So some, for some communities, they are very large. We provide two worlds. You know, for some, only one is okay. So, yeah, it's really a good project.
1: Okay. You know? mm-hmm. So uh, how, um, how many people, how many, uh, say you build a community well, how many people will that support?
2: okay that depends for some communities we have more than five thousand people living in these communities we mm. have some for some we have ten thousand people living in yeah so for some two two hundred uh, two thousand uh, you know so different that we you know so anyway, so we think we 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 we, we, we can't thank River life enough for for all it they do for us because they provide light mm. yeah, to to the Haitian people. You know. And
1: when we talk about wells, and I've seen pictures, uh, these are hand-pumped wells.
2: Yes, yeah, this is how would do it because you know since there's a problem for electricity, so we can't put a, a electricity pump, and, the, and so we would prefer put a manual a manual pump so it would make it easy for the people. So, mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: so and how how deep are these wells
2: okay uh that depends of the location, sure, you know? but uh, you should know that for uh, usually at twenty uh thirty thirty five feet you already got water, but you need to go deeper right know? for some well we uh, the well drilling company uh go to until seventy feet for some eighty feet. And for for somewhere 90, uh, one one hundred twenty feet, so you know that depends of, of the of the location. So, okay. And then where they can get good good clean water, you know. Yeah.
1: Now my uh, my family, uh, I had an uncle that was in the well drilling business for mm-hmm. years and years. Yeah. And so he had you know big mechanical mm-hmm. well drilling and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't uncommon uh, where we were to drill four hundred feet. Um, to get good water okay. and um uh, and that would take forever with this mechanical uh what kind of uh, uh, mechanisms are are being used to drill these wells
2: uh we have different we have we uh the Virginia company have chalk okay some big chalk to hit you know right because uh, for so for some places you need you're supposed to have big the big truck you know can right. hit, hit the hit you know right and so we can you can you can go through it so uh for some places you don't need a big truck you know just a matching plus a generator and and then it's easy to get to 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 go deeper you know and get a good words you know right. so that depends so so the engineering company knows when
0: to use the big truck or when to use this it. okay. motor
2: matching, you know, to 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 dig a well. You know? Okay. Well, yeah.
0: One of the things that we were pretty excited about this last uh, trip down was when we went to uh, to Haiti to visit Dr. Eugene. Uh, we uh, asked if we could uh, film the making of a well, yeah. and so we were able to do that. And mm-hmm. so we put that up online on okay. the River Life website. Yeah. So if somebody's curious about kind of a normal way or usual way that they will drill a well. They can watch the whole process. Yes.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a break right now. And after the break, we're going to come back and talk more about well drilling, talk more about how people can participate in this project, talk more about uh, this whole relationship between River of Life and Haiti. Yeah, yeah. thank you so much for being here. And so hear now from our conference staff uh, a word from Sally Queen.
2: My name is Sally Queen and I'm the Associate Director of Ministerial Services. By virtue of our baptism, we are all called into ministry. This call is being faithfully lived out in the communities of Western North Carolina as people of all ages participate in building God's kingdom. Others are responding to God's call to license or ordained ministry by committing to faithfully lead our churches in vitality. All who are called are using their talents and gifts to follow Jesus, make disciples, and transform the world.
0: The United Methodist Foundation of Western North Carolina is a ministry of the church for the church, whose mission is to build a church for generations to come. We fulfill this vision by investing in people, as well as helping churches and related institutions invest the financial resources that God has given to them. My name is David Snipes, and we look forward to the day when you give your United Methodist Foundation a call.
1: And you can find out more about the United Methodist Foundation of Western North Carolina by going to our website, which is umconnect.info. And so we're back now uh, with this conversation, and it was pre recorded uh, about a week before uh, this airs. And we're here at Lake Genaluska with uh, Wayner Dickert and with Dr. Eugene Macklin, and we've been talking River of Life uh, through the first half of the show. Um, and so one of the things you mentioned, Wayner, and I want to get it out now and we'll get it out at the end of the show, uh, how would somebody find out about uh, the River of Life uh,
0: Church and especially seeing videos of this uh, project here in Haiti? Well, one of the best ways to find out a little bit more is uh, to go online at uh, www.nantahalariveroflife.org. org.
1: Okay. And the website's full of uh, interesting information, and and so you know during the year uh, when church is going on on Sunday morning, you can find out easily where they're meeting. But then when you're off season, you find out more about Haiti and their
0: project and uh, providing water for those in need. Exactly, and we have a, a Facebook page too that. Uh, that we try to update and keep photos going on, and so uh, that's another good place to find us on Facebook.
1: Well, uh, Dr. Eugene, um, we have you here. You're the first international guest, I guess, I've had on this show. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, so this is pretty impressive, and uh, we can thank uh, Ken Carter for making this happen, oh, yeah. and we can thank Facebook for making this happen. <laughs> <Thank> right. <you. laughs> um and so uh, Ken Carter has been a big supporter of this show he is uh, uh he is, he was until this week um only the uh per, the only person to be uh, recorded twice and and now Bishop Goodpastor has been recorded twice and and now uh this is the first interview that I've had with two people in a long time so A lot of firsts today. Um, But um, the way this all began was uh, Wayner and uh, Dr. Eugene have been here together in Western North Carolina, and he's been posting on Facebook, and I've seen some of this. And I guess it was Saturday morning. Ken Carter says, Hey, why don't you get Mike to record on his show? And uh, Wayner said, Well, I didn't even think about that. (laughs) And so I get a phone call while I was out on the golf course on Saturday, and. Um, He says, can you record? And I go, well, how long is he in town? Till Monday. (laughs) And so that's how we got you here. Good, good. And so uh, I know that you've had a uh, long-term relationship with uh, the Providence Church and with Pam Carter. Tell us about um, how those all began. How did uh, you begin that relationship with Pam and friends? Uh,
2: Okay. Uh, You know, um, during my internship... And capation okay uh there is a member of the heat mission who needs need to talk to the doctor while I was at the hospital so she met with me and I had to take her to to see the doctor and she she gave me her, her, her card, so she invited me to go to the hotel where she stay for the week so we can talk more and After working at the hospital i I went to the hotel and met her and by that time. The head mission team was at the hotel, coming to mission, a mission, medical mission. So they introduce, she introduced me to, to the mission with Dr. Ray Ford and Alice White mm-hmm. and oh they say wow we need, we need we are so happy to meet with you doctor because uh, where we work uh, we work it's about uh, one hour uh, from care patient but usually we refer our patient to to Georgetown Hospital where mm-hmm. I, it's my internship and, and then we want to make sure that our patient uh, will receive. Uh, so I'm we're so happy that you you work for for Justinian Hospital and now so well, you, you, it will be a big relief for us when we refer our patient there. Effectively, they they refer the the patient to Justinian and uh, and they let me know and I make sure that I meet those patients and I orient them mm. to to the service. And one day they say, Doctor, why don't you come to visit our clinic? Huh. <laughs> I say, okay, it's a good idea. And I went to visit them uh, and outside the uh, capition and now uh, they were working and they give me a patient to see. <laughs> I helped them, you know. And the next time when they come back they, they say, Doctor Jean, can you spend the week with me with us? I say, Yes, why not? And I, I go there and spend one week with them and finally we make the relationship. And I was able to meet with uh, Pam Carter and with Ken Carter. It was it, it came several times to, to to the mission, and, mm-hmm. yeah. And now there it is.
1: <laughs> it is amazing how uh, connections are made yes. and how uh, things continue to uh, flow. And yes. uh yeah, you know, the world is a very small place <laughs> when it comes to it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And so now you're sitting in my office here at Lake Junalaska.
2: Thank you. Fifty for me. Oh, <laughs> well, not a problem.
1: But it's the kind of thing that uh, who knows who will hear this radio show and make connections with Wayner and with me and yeah. uh, we may be able to build some more wells. That'd be great. That would be great. That would be, great. Uh, mm-hmm. that would be my hope is that uh, people, you know, get the idea that we can help and it's you know, $2000 it might seem like a lot to a small church, but to a community like Waynesville, to a community uh, like we have here in Haywood County $2000 is not much.
0: Yeah, and it's uh I'm I'm often surprised that we have families and individuals that will sponsor wells just mm-hmm. because they they see the vision, they see the need uh and as people try to find ways to help Haiti because they recognize mm-hmm. that there's a deep need in Haiti, I believe. Yes. But there have been so many misdirected funds. Right. That uh, to me, this is a huge blessing because I know when we get the money, we wire it straight to Dr. Eugene. You know, nothing comes off the top. So Dr. Eugene calls a well company, they drill it, and usually we've got, he's sending me pictures in a week or something. It's, wow. It's crazy. So uh, to know that uh, our uh, spiritual and financial investments uh, are going to a place that will. Going to the right place mm-hmm. where they will uh give hope and life to people through water is is big.
2: And one thing uh we mentioned the name of the donors on the mm-hmm. on the concrete base.
0: Ah. <laughs> so yeah, we that's can right. see your name on
2: it.
1: <laughs> so there is a well in Haiti with Wayner's name on it. Yes.
2: Yes. Plenty <laughs> plenty was <worse. laughs> proverbed right.
1: Well that's great. You're right. Um, Now, one of the things, and and I was thinking of this in some of your fundraising, and I always found that fascinating when I would look on the uh, Facebook site, um, is that uh, you would, uh, usually in the fall, I think it was, you would Mm -hmm. collect all kinds of outdoor goods and camping
0: goods and kayaks and things like that and sell those. Tell me about that. Well, that's what we, uh, a couple years ago, we were sitting around kind of brainstorming here, about how we could, you know, have an extra push. And uh, at the end of the season, uh, the Nenna Hill Outdoor Center has this guest appreciation festival where uh, thousands of people come from all around the southeast to, you know, kind of buy new boats and trade gear and uh, sell stuff. And so we thought, well, what if we actually had people donate gear and we sold it? Could we raise enough money for a well in a weekend? And, uh over the last couple of years, we have been uh, uh, fairly successful with that. And this year, we were able to to come up with enough money for three wells out of the Well in a Weekend event. Three wells yeah. in a weekend. Three wells in a weekend. From
1: selling used outdoor so, goods.
0: Yes, and, and other donations as well. Sure. But uh, over the course of the weekend, we raised, um, I guess, $7,500. So.
1: That So is pretty amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a real blessing.
1: Well, um, I'm thinking, uh, too, um, that in Haiti, and um, I, I'm just thinking back a few years, um major uh, earthquake there uh, yes. was devastating to uh, communities. We had United Methodist missionaries that were killed there. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Now, in your communities, uh, are the lasting effects of...
2: Uh, uh, let me tell you. Uh, Before the earthquake, uh, things was very bad for us, but the earthquake make it worse, Mm -hmm. you know. And and we have the earthquake in 2010, and 10 months later we have the cholera. Mm. Wow, which is wow, we don't know what we do, what what to do. Uh, So. We start having epidemic of of cholera. That's the way it always do. It is because when there is a catastrophe in a, in a country like an earthquake, mm-hmm. usually all the structure you know get damaged, and right. you, and it, you can get an epidemic. Is and that's what that's what we we were we had, and so until now we we it we 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 can't recover from 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 those those things you know. So we still struggle. So that's why uh we take we take uh people of life and poverty uh, all the friends help us because we really need it, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, um, uh you may know that a sanitation it's mm. a big, it's a big issue for us too. Sure. Uh, but River of life we help with sanitation. They provide buckets to the people, a filtration buckets, and they provide uh, supplies like soap, bleach, it's a it's it's chlorine tablet that mm-hmm. we, that we use to treat the water. Uh, because for some places like um uh, people, the those areas are in the mountain, mm-hmm. so it's not easy to to provide a well a well there. So what we do, we provide something in supplies to those people, like soap, mm-hmm. bleach, aqua, tub, uh so they can use uh, to avoid having a cholera or the disease. So which is really good. So mm-hmm. cholera
1: is the major uh, epidemic that you had. Uh but you also mentioned uh, worms with children. Yes. Um yes. what are what are some other things we we'll go back over uh, some other things that we're helping prevent by uh building wells? Oh
2: um, okay. Because uh, you know, said uh, clean water is is I mean I can't. It's the priority because right. with the clean with clean water we resolve we a, a major problem. You know, a lot major problem. So uh, so we we estimate that we have less less cholera now. We have less uh, children who have worms because of they got clean water mm-hmm. and malaria. Malaria. So we, yeah. we have the malaria in our country, and and the worst. We have the, the dangerous case, hmm. which is faulty power malaria, the one that can kill you. And hmm. uh, That's why we say uh, when the team come in, we will make sure that they, they, take, they, they, they take malaria pills for right. prophylaxis po- because the one we have is very dangerous. Okay? So uh, we have typhoid also. People get it from, from bad water, bad drinking water. So now, all the communities where we provide the world we with 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 less color, less typhoid, so which is good. So I think it is a vital project by providing clean water to the people, and sanitation. And another big issue is healthcare. So,
0: sure.
2: Yeah. So uh, we uh, we have about uh, two hundred fifty thousand uh, people who underserved you know mm. who need healthcare okay so that's why we we're, we're trying to put a, a hospital in, in this area to serve those people you know so we would like to open our door uh, on on in february okay so 16 so we will start you know yes we don't have the money to to build a hospital but i think we can start uh with what we got and, and step by step we can go you know mm-hmm. become a big hospital so anyway so we want to help in many ways because I must tell you that I'm a Haitian. I love Haiti. I don't want uh, to leave Haiti. You know, I want to stay there to serve my people. Sure. You know? And thank you for helping me serve them. Well, it know. is our
1: pleasure them. to help you serve them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a fascinating thing. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know that uh, if it's an underserved area, mm-hmm. you're an overworked
0: doctor. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Um, I, I call Dr. Eugene Superman. Okay. Because I, I've traveled around with him and I've never seen anybody that could keep up with him. He just does amazing things down there.
1: Yeah. It's uh, an impressive work, and uh, we give thanks that uh, you've been gifted to do this. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, that you have the abilities and and you have the connections and uh I hope that we can continue to connect uh United Methodist and, and people of goodwill all over uh to assist you in your work.
2: Good, thank you.
1: Well uh we're coming down to the end and I want us to make sure that people get an opportunity to hear one more time how to get in touch with River of Life and how they can uh contact Wayner here in uh western North Carolina. So.
0: so the easy place to find all that information is on NantahalaRiverOfLife.org, okay. and uh, there's a and you can donate online there. Uh, you can find out more information, watch videos from Wells. We tried to do a little daily diary of our uh, trip down uh, to Haiti last winter, and so there's uh, a lot of information there.
1: Excellent. And so, uh, Dr. Eugene Wainer, thanks for coming. Um, This is going to air on the 16th of December, and um, uh, we hope that we can spread it around through Facebook and other means so that more and more people can hear about it. And so thanks for coming today. Thanks, Mike. All right, and thanks for listening to us on uh, Blog Talk Radio. And this show will be on a podcast. You can get it at umconnect.info at the Blog Talk page, and it's now on iTunes as well as a podcast. And so thanks again, and we'll be back next week connecting United Methodists and their stories. Thanks to our sponsors, the Western North Carolina Conference and the United Methodist Foundation of Western North Carolina. You can find out more about them on the sponsors section of the website, umconnect.info. I'm Michael Rich, and you've been listening to Connect.